There was a very respected Rav, a distinguished Yid, who came into the Bezdin of Amnissan Karelitz, famous Dayan in Bnei Brak. This Rav was a Rav in the town of Akko. Akko, there was a lot of underworld figures. There was an established Israeli mafia, and he came into Amnissan Karelitz with a Shiloh. This Rav had been called by a certain person to come be Masada Kedushin, to officiate at the marriage. Now, he knew it was an older person, and it was a second marriage, and he went to see the situation. And he saw that the groom, the person who was getting married, the chassan in the situation, was an older man in his 70s, and he was very, very famous as one of the figures of the Israeli mafia, a lifelong criminal, a very tough person, a very unsavory person, person who didn't have a great reputation at all. And there was a woman who was ready to marry him. And the Rav started to ask questions. You want me to make this kedushin? You want me to officiate at this marriage? Who is she? Why does she want to marry you? He said, oh, she was my ex-wife. We got divorced. He said, she wants to marry you again? Ostensibly, if she got rid of you, there was a reason for it. He says, yeah, she's getting paid a lot of money. I'm giving her 10 million shekel in order to marry me again. And the Rav said, why? So he said, I know that which Chazal say, that a chassan, one who gets married, walks up to the chuppah, is meichlim like halav if His sins are forgiven. They're absolved of everything. So he says, I'm an older person, and I'm worried what's going to be in the next world. I'm going to have to answer for a lot of sins. So I'm getting married again so that I should earn that mechila, that I should earn that absolution, that I should earn that forgiveness. And she agrees to it. The Rav told the story to Abnissin Karelitz, and he said that that tshuva work. He only got married so that he should get the tshuva, the repentance that comes with being a chasm. Is that good? So Abnissin Karelitz said, whatever the halachic answer is of whether the tshuva works, it certainly works that his tshuva is real for somebody who believes that deeply and that firmly and that clearly in the words of Chazal who say that he's ready to pay for it. Someone who's ready to pay $10 million to get the promise, the pledge, the assurance of Chazal that a chassan has absolution, that alone is the tshuva. That means he's so sure that Chazal said that this is the reality. It's hard as a rock in front of him. He could see it. He could touch it. Is itself tshuva. What Amnissakvelis was saying is there's so many promises that Chazal make to us. And as much as we believe in those words, and as much as we're ready to make that pledge and that assurance part of our lives, that's how much we're able to tap into the power. Chazal promises us that a person is Makadash himself, Malamata. A person works to be a little holier, a little more elevated. When he's here, then he earns a flow, a shefa, a shower of Kedusha, Milamala. We know from Chazal that Habal tire, somebody who comes to be a little more pure, and Sayonai, he gets help. When we stand and we walk down the street and we don't look at something that maybe we're tempted to look at or go somewhere, maybe we're tempted to go. When we make that decision to be a little higher, a little hacha, we're saying two things. One, of course, we're standing up in the face of the in the face of temptation, which is itself an amazing thing. But what we're also doing is we're saying we believe in Chazal. Chazal promises that we have to do our part down here and he's going to make it easier from up there. The belief in the words of Chazal and the relying on the words of Chazal is itself the biggest schooler, the most auspicious way to earn that flow of Tahara from Shemayim.